Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi everyone, I'm Sue Omenson. This next episode continues a conversation we began with our early childhood staff, Sarah and Sherry, and preschool teachers, Mary Beth and Teresa. In this episode, they give you a peek inside the classroom and what happens after the foundational first three weeks and why this new curriculum is coming to life even more effectively than they imagined. In the last episode, we talked about uh, the great foundation that you lay in the first three weeks of the social-emotional learning and the rules and just making kids feel secure and free to do what they need to do. So what are the units that you, um, that you planned in your curriculum? So we have five thematic units. First one is family, then we move into friends, wind and water, which is our weather, shadows and reflections, which focus on light sources, and our, we end with things that grow. We started with family because that's what children know. They come in, mm-hmm. we're getting to know them, they're getting to know us, but they know their family and they wanna share their family with us and with each other. So it's a great um, jumping off point for our curriculum and and where we want the learning to go. So each of our units are based in literacy. Throughout the entire year, we have about 150 books that support our curriculum. Each unit has approximately 30 books. And it's the books that anchor our our, where we're going. Okay. So if we take uh, our wind and water unit, We'll talk about wind and water. We're in wind and water right now. Oh, yeah. So it's very it's a comfort okay. zone. <laughs> and so for wind and water, one of the books that we read is Gilberto and the Wind. And Gil- in this book, Gilberto talks about sailboats and wind and creating and making a sailboat. And so we read the book. At that point, we may talk about the letters G okay. and W because it's organic. It's mm-hmm. built into our conversation mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be talking about the sounds of G and, and the sound of W. And then we move over and we're talking about sails and sailboats. And so we start with, let's make a sailboat. Well, what are we gonna use? And we start with a styrofoam or yogurt containers, things that will float that we can start in. And then we take it the next step and we bring in clay. And children look Mm, at building their own. Yes, (laughs) but it's a learning practice. We're not dictating to them. To learn, they need to do the trial and error so Mm -hmm. that they really understand the concept. And so the first time around with clay, (laughs) sometimes they're a little heavy (laughs) and maybe look more like a rock. (laughs) But it comes... And they don't float. (laughs) I imagine not. But they have a great time. (laughs) But then we can come back after center time and do our thinking and feedback and talk about what happened. What can we try next time? so that they have a plan. We are big on have them thinking before they're doing and coming up with a plan. And so then the next time we put out the clay, the boats get a little thinner and a little thinner, and then they're floating. Um, But that's just one example. It's spread out through the wind. They're also painting with straws because we're talking about wind. So now let's talk about another aspect that was in the book. We're talking about the wind. Each book is that beginning point from which everything in the classroom jumps off. And so you see it come alive and it, it just is over and over and over again. Our students love thinking and feedback. They really do. Good. And they even, 
you can't visualize this, but they're like, I wonder, because <laughs> we have visuals, right. a visual poster. And they imitate the picture um, that is with the but, wonder. Oh, they yeah. really do come up with some amazing suggestions. And so we make notes on it. And the next day, we bring some of that back into. I think the value is that by starting with a book, we've started the topic. Mm-hmm. And then we go into each of our different centers. And now they can, with their whole body make mm, do mm-hmm. experience what's going on in the book that is cool and that way they can make those connections because children need to use their whole body to learn and then we're allowing them to explore it also meets every child's needs of where they're at because there's no end point to the learning a child who comes in at three and who's still working the fine motor skills can still be successful because maybe they're tearing the paper and not using scissors but every mm. child can be successful where they're at, and it helps to push them forward in their growth, uh, which is huge. Because again, some three-year-olds may be ready f- for the vocabulary words, so they're there for them. Mm-hmm. Other children, they're just hearing it. But that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. We're setting the stage for them. So we have a unit called Things That Grow, and so it starts off with you know seeds and the kids take care of the plants and everything else. And we change our dramatic play a little garden. into a play garden. And it, they, they, they sow it. They pick the weeds. They do all kinds of fun things. They really get into their parts. Like So one day our little friend was there and he was, you know, taking care of our um, plants. And he starts talking and he's like, yeah, I work for the Naperville Park District. And I'm pulling the weeds right now. I work for parks. Back, up, say, back up the oh, trucks. Back them up. Back, back them up. up the we trucks. need these. <laughs> we need these trucks. We need dirt over here. We need dirt over. Yeah. And you it was, can't stand here. Okay, we're going to do this. And then at the end of the year, he was, I want to be a Naperville Park District. District employee. It was it was really cute. I mean, he was really taking in the dramatic play. and Those role plays were important to him. Yeah. And he knew how to implement them in this simple dramatic play of things that grow. I think the other really strong difference and the big, a huge component of our curriculum is what we deem Swipple. (laughs) We've called it Swipple. Um, Songs, words, play with language. It's otherwise known as phonemic awareness. Children learn how to read in language by learning to play with the language. Mm -hmm. So we spend... 15 minutes of our day, 10, 15 minutes of our day, every day playing with our language. It starts with the rhyming, mm-hmm. word families, rhyming, syllables. Can you count? My name has two syllables. Your name has one syllable. And we count that so they could start to hear that. Another component with our curriculum is we do not do crafts. We do art. And by doing the art pieces, we're talking about, if we're talking about clouds, and we put out materials on the table that lead towards cloud pictures, and then they can go and make what they would like. And by doing that, we get more from them Mm. than to show them a sample and say, we're all going to make this. Definitely. So the difference between art and crafts is it's not prescribed. It's not prescribed, and there's no end. Mm. there's not an end point that we're all trying to get to. We're exploring the mediums. We've already looked at 
illustrations of clouds. We even the science area actually made clouds in our science experiment. So we've seen it in what clouds are and looked at, at different ways of looking at clouds. Now they can make it and it's their vision and we don't touch it. You'll go into our classroom and you know, it all looks similar. You know, they're clouds, but they're all unique in their own, which is, I think, key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. proud of it. Oh, oh, absolutely. And then we put it up on the wall. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that this particular curriculum does is that we put their work up on the wall. And at the end of the unit, we have a learning showcase. And in the learning showcase, we invite the parents back in. The children have a, a piece of paper with pictures of all the different projects they've made. And then they take their parent around the room and talk about all the work they've done. And they take it down and take it home with them that day. Oh, that's nice. So not only do they get to show off their work, their parent gets to see all the learning that took place in the classroom. Because as we all know, three, four, and five-year-olds, sometimes you don't get a lot out of them. What did you do today? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) I think that happens with high high schoolers. High schoolers too. (laughs) Yes. I have one, but yes. And it's a it's a wonderful way for for them to share their work and for parents to be part of it. They're so proud. The smiles on their faces on showcase day. Oh. And to take their special guests around, it's unbelievable. And they're navigating that with their parents. We it's just not, start to the side. They, and they, they have know. a roadmap of what things need to be taken down, but they're the ones guiding this process. You know, so they they'll go over and pick out all their artwork and and. Some are explaining how they made it, and others are, you know, just saying that what it is. But that's you know? okay, because right? As we Absolutely, said, it's each their child's different. It's their, mm-hmm. but it's really neat to see that the is. showcase days are our favorites because we do work so hard. Those kids are working so hard. They're so, you know, like we said, play with a purpose, and but they're having so much fun, and so it's a great opportunity for mm-hmm. their special guests to see all the fun things they're doing. Last year, we had an extremely shy child. She had huge separation anxiety with her leaving her mom. It was difficult for her to actually get her out of the car so she would walk her in. Now, was this a three-year-old? It was a four-year-old. Four, four-year-old. beginning of the year. Okay. And yeah. so that was really a difficult transition for her. But again, very welcoming. She would frequent the quiet center until she was familiar. And then something sparked her interest which was families and babies in the dramatic play and then she found a friend who also liked babies in the dramatic play and the two had this conversation unfold and you know you're in the everyday moment you forget that she was shy and was having a difficult time coming in but the growth that she made from that that, totally oh it took off it took off but again the end of the year comes she leaves, she goes out into the world of kindergarten or wherever she's going, yeah. but she went to kindergarten. She came back she, to visit us. She not morning. only was she always late because of the struggles of getting in and mm-hmm. out of the car, she came an hour before her class started, started came wow. back to yeah. the classroom, wanted to visit and wanted to share that one of the skits that we had put on in the classroom she actually performed for her whole entire school by herself by herself wow. on stage her mom had a video of it she wanted she to us show video, us yeah. she wanted to show us the video her mom wanted to share with us you know how confident she was 
because of the program and how, how she thankful she was because it helped her build confidence so like for us that was a reassurance of you know she's getting the skills and the learning and the to have the confidence in herself to be able to perform and the mom said there was over 200 people you know in this oh room with her performing at her school and she's like but she still sings that song that you guys sang and yeah. that skit and that like that to me touched base with us is that you know this person program works too because i feel like because you know even that back to that first 3 weeks and it was super hard for her but then we started our units and she felt comfortable mm -hmm. having that unit with the, like we said families is so important cuz they're comfortable with that they know that um, that helped her build confidence. And then she started going to all the areas, not just dramatic play. Mm -hmm. But as teachers, you need to be patient with that. Mm -hmm. We were patient. So we let them in that hour. You know, she got to explore it. Where she was comfortable. She, and then the confidence just builds. I think it goes right back to, do I know what you expect? Do I feel safe? And do you like me? And when you have those three components in place, learning can happen. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.